Warning! This podcast contains hot takes, cliched opinions, and strong language. I have about five pages of notes. Cool. That I want to get cool. through. I was going to say, just want to explain to our listener how we've ended up with an emergency pod. Okay. So the other night, we discussed the Jay-Z and Kanye West album, Watch the Throne. I kind of felt that I should go away and have a listen to some other Kanye West stuff. Yeah, because we mentioned Dark Twisted Fantasies a couple of times, didn't we? Yes, which is where your hot take of Kanye West being the last great <laughs> punk kids come from, which is yes. he's been doing the rounds. I was actually just having a bit of a Facebook chat with Mike about that, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I did see, actually, yeah. He's heard that a lot, to be fair. Right. So I break it a lot out of practice quite often. So when did we record that? We recorded that on Thursday. And last week when I was listening to Watch the Throne, I didn't want to listen to other stuff, partly because I didn't want to mix up albums. And yeah. because I enjoyed that Watch the Throne album so much, I didn't want it tainted by what could have come previously or what could come after. Yeah, Having, in case it was a flare-up, like yeah. it was just that album. And I'm not saying it isn't just that album. Right, so since Thursday, since we've done that pod, I've listened to my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus, yeah. Yay. Haven't heard yay. The Life of Pablo. Uh, yeah, I've heard that recently. And Jesus is King, which I think is the last one. Yes. I still got I to get is. through 808s and Heartbreak, which is an yeah. earlier one, I believe. Yeah. And I've also got, I've also downloaded The College Dropout. Is that the first one? Yes, College Dropout and then Graduation. Right, yeah. Another one I downloaded was Kid See Ghosts, which with Kid Cootie. Oh, right. Yeah, I haven't heard that. So when it comes to Kanye with you, is it literally mm. that, that album you've done with Jay-Z and then the My Dark Twisted Fantasy album that really float your boat? Or I really, to be fair, no, I, re- I do really like his first two. So like outside of Dark Twisted and Watch the Throne, Late Registration is probably the one. I would listen to most. So that's the one with like, I think we said about it before, it's got like Gold Digger on it. Yeah. Heard him say, touch the sky. Yeah. And then it's, and it's got uh, Diamond Sierra Leone on the back end of it, which he does with Jay. And that's the one with the um, Diamonds Off Forever sample. I don't, haven't heard that one yet. See, so I think that's, that's a really good track. Yeah. And um, there's a few different versions of it knocking around. Um, but yeah, I would say that album, Late Registration, and then. Yeah, watch the throw, Dark Twisted Fantasy. Then I then I do like Jesus. Right. That's probably one of the last albums I actually bought, you know, like the, the, a physical copy of it. And yeah. that wasn't like uh, oh it's it's a new Jay-Z, uh, sorry, a new new Kanye album, I've got to have it. To be honest, I saw it on the shelf, didn't realise it was out, and the cut and like it's just a, a blank CD in a clear flat case. Not sorry, the clear just a clear perspex case. So there's no artwork. So oh, I'll check this out, you know, just because it's, you know, probably got done by the market in there. Like, um, yeah, so there would be where I would go to. What I like about that Jesus album, and which a lot of my thoughts about Kanye come from, to be honest, is that record, is that, like, it's it's so hectic. 
and it's like I've been listening to it today, and I think it's really, really good. To me, and I was thinking about this a bit earlier that like he's managed to make what I would consider quite a quite a almost like a quite a punk sounding record, quite like a hard sounding record, but he's still within those like refined and those sort of like borders of hip hop almost. Yeah, so I I have a take on on that a little bit if because yeah. So I, I basically I've got like five pages of notes and. One of my thoughts is that I've been listening. That's all I've listened to over the weekend is these Kanye records, yeah. and I appreciate that it's like the almost like the second half of his career that yeah, yeah, I've focused on, and I don't know how much I like it, mm. but I find it weirdly compelling. Yes, yeah, like it's really, really weird. Like because it, as we've said on this plenty of times, like it's not my wheelhouse at all. And mm. all I know of Kanye is the celebrity and the controversy and all of that. Yeah. Right. What I've written down here is that, to me, he feels like an artist. And yeah. by that, I don't mean like a musician artist or a hip-hop artist, but an actual artist. And I wonder if he wasn't from, if he wasn't a black kid in Chicago, that you know, uh, we'll, go, yeah. we'll go straight to this hot take, right? If he was a white middle-class kid from suburban America, they got to go to college and study English literature. Would he be a poet? If he got to go to art school, yeah. would he be a sculptor or a painter? And that's how he gets everything yeah. out. And these albums that I've been listening to, they feel like they're all part of the tapestry. They're all part of his portfolio. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. almost, you can't have one without the other. Yeah. Is that a blistering hot take or do you agree with that? I, 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 I think it's both. I agree. And I, but I do think it's, I think it is a hot take. Is it a hot take or is it a cliche? Because again, I don't know anyone other than you who likes Kanye. So, um, I, 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 no, I don't think it's a cliche at all. I think people struggle to separate the artist from the celebrity. Mm-hmm. So you, you hear like the like, and I think you, you've nailed it there when you say it's almost like two halves his career almost. Right. So like you know, like college dropout. I'm just looking at now because I was. Because uh, the timeline kind of, because, you know, I'm not, I don't live or die. But I, I, well, some people say I might live or die by my opinions of him. But like, do you know what I mean? I'm not like sat there, oh, I can't wait for the next time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you don't have but, like, like encyclopedic knowledge of everything he's ever no, done. But no. So just looking at this, you've got like the first three albums, College Dropout, Late Registration, Graduation, which I would say are his, probably his most accessible work. So like, like we said before, it's got like, Gold diggers on that testifies on that period. Um, that stronger, better, fast. That one mm-hmm. that's on there. I forget what it's called. Well, oh, with the Daft Punks, the Daft Punk, yes, on it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, like all that sort of like big, big hits. And then, like, I know you said you haven't got to it yet, but like 2008, you did 808s and Heartbreak, which is like a really big step away. And then you get like dark twisted fantasies, and then it's just it's it's just gone. It's just yeah. like completely like the, the Kanye on dark twist. And I, I haven't heard like I was just looking at this here, like a few of these later albums in the last sort of three three or four years. Like Jesus is older than I, I realized, but like there is a definite break. This, this kind of goes into my um, next little bit of notes, really, because I've mm-hmm. kind of wondered whether it's like 
his first few albums, which granted I haven't heard, so this could just be me talking out of my fucking hoop. Like, right, yeah, it feels a bit like he's done what he's had to do to get out of mm. his his situation. So, like, we talk about footballers in Brazil. It's like it's either living in the, in the slums or they play football. Yeah. So for him in urban Chicago. It's probably basketball or music. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's nothing else. So he's those are the the tools that he he has to use to drag himself out of yeah. the thing. And so I wonder if by releasing like more commercial stuff and building up his mm. name, that then gives him the platform to go off and explore. Yes, and yeah. like, the yeah. comparisons I've made here. Uh, much like the Beatles with their, you know, in the, when they got their suits on and their love, love me do. And yeah. then they, they get that commercial success and then they're allowed to go off and make the white album or Sergeant Peppers yes. or whatever yeah, you yeah. want. Also maybe a bit like Strummer because you listen to that mm. first Clash album or, or the work he does with the Clash allows him later on to do that stuff with um, the Mescaleros, which is so very different, but you can see that's where he's heading. Yeah, and, and even like in a shorter time span than that, like you you hear the first Clash album and you end up with Sand and Easter, don't you know? Like you know, like that that comes out and it's like that straight punk record, and it is, and it is a great record. But again, like, not to get onto too much of a tangent because we're not here to talk hmm. about the Clash, but they were a bunch of art student boys. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Saw punk as their way to get in because yeah. that's hmm. what was kicking off around them, and I yeah. wonder if Kanye gone with like the commercial side of hip hop. Yeah. As a you know, and then he's got a platform like he can do what the fuck he wants now. He's Kanye. Yeah. But he you know, so yeah. as much as I, I've heard Gold Digger, I don't like it. But if that gives yeah. you but if, if royalties from that mean the record company are happy for him to go off and do an album with Jay Z, then it's yeah. probably worth it. Well I was having a little think about how he almost gets criticised in the press and that for what he's not. Right, yeah, go on. But it's a bit like, you know how um, everyone used to go on about David Beckham being thick? Yeah, yeah. Right, and I completely see Nick Steve Coogan now, but no one ever said, look at Stephen Hawkins, shit at football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you no, see what I mean? No. Like, so David yeah, Beckham wouldn't yeah. have been playing football if he had any academic prowess. He would have been doing maths and not kicking a ball around. Yeah, and it's a bit like yeah, when yeah. they talk talk about Kanye because like some of the lyrics are quite regressive and aggressive and mm. yeah, just kind of that cliche hip hop yeah. lyrically and people sort of. Have, I've just had a bit of a misogynist. Yeah, yeah, times, yeah, and it? it's, it's almost like people. Like would say again, I'm, I'm coming at this like completely novice. I, I'm, I'm guessing he gets a lot of stick for his lyrics being like that. Mm. But I wonder if that's sort of getting back to him being an art, you know, him as the artist. Whether those are the tools of his trade, like an artist has his paintbrushes and he chooses to use oils or watercolors. He's yeah, using, or he's making his art in the hip hop arena, and those so those are the those yeah. those that language and those themes are what he has to work with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Until he, yeah, until he's more confident to branch out and go, do you know what? I will 
take this from over there and bring in this gospel stuff or, you know. Yeah, and, and like, you know, 2004 to 2010, you've got between, well, 2008, really, because I think 808 is, the, is, a, is, is a big step from my knowledge and from what I've heard of him. But, like, he's released three albums in four years. Mm. And, like, how many bands, and this is a big bugbear of mine, how many bands are that different in four albums? Yes. Like you said, like you said, so he's obviously built up that body of work. And then it's like, well, I'm, I am going to change now because, like, it's it's 2004, yeah. it's a different world. It's, it's, it's a different environment. I've got a few things now which are proper, proper art student wanker. And a lot of it, for a start, is about him as, like we say, an artist in hip-hop mm. is his chosen medium, okay? And I will touch on... Um, like we were just talking about, you know, aggressive, regressive, misogynistic lyrics and all that sort of stuff as well. So basically to me, his, like his music, I think he kind of like builds up layers of instrumentation, like an artist would build up layers of oil on their canvas. Yeah. And then like the words and the, the lyrics are more like extra instruments. And while they don't necessarily convey a literal meaning, but they're just, sounds and noises that go with a melody or fit the beat yeah. or fit a certain rhythm he needs while still yeah. being in that painter's toolbox that we spoke about of the hip-hop medium. Yeah, yeah. I said it's almost like a Jackson Pollock painting. You know, like the, right, the drip yeah. paintings and all of that. And, like, if you're not expecting it, it could feel, like, really messy, but it's more like the mm. inner workings of his mind that he's slowly getting laid down piece by piece. Like, yeah. he knows what it's going to sound like at the end. Yeah. And he's just layering it down and layering it down. And then the words, it doesn't matter if it's smack my bitch up or I'm going to suck mm. a dick or yeah, what, yeah, whatever yeah. it might be. It's That's how it fits with that. And I don't know if he's literally, you know, if the words, like, obviously, if he just went, if it was just gobbledygook, if it was just stream mm. of consciousness yeah. stuff, it wouldn't work in the song. So, but yeah. once he thinks, oh, the delivery of that word fits really nicely with this bit of music. I'm going to build around that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Art student wing. I think that's something with rap and, and hip hop. Again, I'm not claiming to be an expert at all because I'm not, but like, I do think like delivery and like, and flow is what, you know, yeah. is, is part of that. Like Lofty, who are, who from last tree squad, I chat with him quite a bit about like, See, he's a he's a good rapper, you know, and he, he's been in 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 the game a long time. And like, I sent him bits and like that I've done, and like he's seen us live, and I did a solo thing live and stuff. And he said to me, he said like, yeah, you just got to sort of you've got to think of the flow because it's a bit different mm. to like fast guitar music because it's it's it just doesn't it's a bit straighter almost. Whereas like you said it with with rap, it, it's as much about the the delivery. And sort of like how yeah. it kind of it's almost more like it's on top, I suppose. The other thing I wanted to get into a little bit is that you know, Dali, Salvador Dali, exactly. yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. melting clocks and all of that, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 but yeah. He had this system of getting into his subconscious, what he called paranoid critical, he called it. And he, right, well, I'll get into it, yeah, yeah, right. But <laughs> he would basically he'd make sure when he was creating, he would be on the edge of 
manic paranoia and sanity. Mm. Yeah. And he would always just straddle that line. And that was how he could tap into his subconscious to get out what he needed to get out. And yeah, I wonder if Kanye's actually walking a very similar tightrope. Yeah, no, I would agree. I think I think he is somebody who, and I think I might have mentioned it before, so sorry if we're going over any old ground, but like, I think the new levels of celebrity after he after he married Kim Kardashian, like, and it was it's sort of like a different kind mm. of celebrity. I think it had, I think it did take a toll on him, and like you know, because he said some pretty pretty out there things. Um, I do think that there has been a period of time where he has had some quite serious difficulties but because he's Kanye West because and I, I he is a divisive figure I don't think I'm trying to find what's not the benefit of the day or not the sympathy but do you know what I mean I think it's very much like people have a bit of a pre-existing thought on him and like it's like well oh of course he said that he's a fucking prick isn't he yeah yeah you know I get that but do you think like when it comes to like him creating his art like so so this thing that I was looking at with Dali is like he would deliberately get himself into a fucking state right, to be able yeah. to cre- create. Yeah. Do you, do you think, and I reckon Kanye, because he, he, he does suffer from bipolar, doesn't he? Mm. And do you think he manages yeah. that to a point where he, because he could take all the pills and just be fine? And then do you think he could, yeah. but do you think he's managing his bipolar in a way that still allows him to? tap into what he needs to tap into to create or it's it yeah that's an interesting point is that me just being really am i stretching too far there i don't i don't know is, right. is the answer but i see what you mean it's almost like there's almost and and perhaps it's a bit of a me against them kind of thing a little bit mm. so perhaps like you know he, he speaks about things and does uh, and acts in a certain way to almost create that, like, what the fuck is he on about? And then, like, but you know, I don't know. I, I do know that um, there's a there's a line in one of his songs is, um, I hate being bipolar. I think it's amazing. That's on the front of um, Yay. It's on front of Yay, yeah, I was going to come yeah. to that, actually. And what I would say, in a world and an environment that, like, you hear, and again, something we touched on when we spoke about Watch the Throne, it's like, Rap and hip hop traditionally is quite a a violent, aggressive, male dominated. Mm. Like you know, you sort of like you show I'm the king of the world. You sh- I show no weakness. I'm better than you. I'm better than everybody. And the fact that he has written albums and made music that he is very open about, like his mental health mm. difficulties and his like issues with the, with his world. I think it's really, really like brave. And this is something that I think annoys me is that people can't always see past the celebrity. I'm going back over it. And like, sorry if I'm been reading your notes again, but like, you know, like that's, that's really something to be admired, I think. And I think if somebody, somebody who wasn't Kanye West did something similar, he would be massively applauded for it. Like, I don't know. I can't think of an example, but I don't know. It's just pull him out of my hat because he's probably the biggest artist in the world, or like, or, or maybe take take someone like Ed Sheeran, or take someone like Adele. If they come out and, and spoke openly about breakdowns of relationships yeah. and breakdowns of mental health, they would be applauded for it. But because Kanye's got this persona and this attitude and this kind of 
which a lot of it, a lot of his attitude may have always been a defence mechanism. You know, I think he, you know, I don't think he gets the props he deserves, and which is mad mm. considering he's like one Make of the biggest star, artists yeah. in the world. Yeah, he is a proper megastar, like. Okay, so and and this is this is an almighty segue, all right. So this this is a leap, right? I was thinking about like the um, eroticism and stuff in his lyrics. There's quite a lot of sex yeah. talk, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And like with Darley had this um, painting called the Great Masturbator, right? right? And it's basically this big enormous thing. It's supposed to be a bloke. Getting his, I'm not going to Google that. I'm no, no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> basically, this big, it's a representation of a bloke getting his dick sucked while being chopped off at the knees. Right. And it's supposed okay. to be like looking into like masculinity and all of that sort of stuff, you know. And I thought that's quite, yeah. that's not as far away mm. as some of the stuff that I think he talks about when he does use all that like sexuality and stuff in his lyrics. Yeah. So, and I'll just read my notes to you here, right? So I said, there's strong themes of sexuality and, in, and infidelity in Kanye's work. Yeah. But I think it portrays the differences in how he's seen and who he is, mm. really. So he writes about infidelity because it's like the thing that he is most worried about in the whole world. And I don't just mean in terms mm. of him being faithful, or be, not just in terms of being faithful to his marriage, both of them, you know, it's not just bugging him that his missus might go off and suck a dick or that he might bang a waitress or, you know, but maybe it's about that faithfulness to his art as well. So when he writes, yeah, maybe when he writes about getting a blowjob, that's about the media loving him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Or if he's writing about infidelity, then maybe it's like the fans that only want the hits or can't accept where he's going artistically now so getting a blowjob in the back of the taxi doesn't necessarily have to mean getting a blowjob in the back of the taxi yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and there's i mean there's loads of references as well to like orgies and group sex and stuff in there mm. and i yeah, wonder yeah, if yeah. that's like those if that's when he's writing about the times where he can literally do no nothing wrong and like the whole world mm. fucking loves him yeah but he knows that something's going to come along and fuck it right up I don't know. That's a re- yeah, yeah. That's really interesting because there, I, that's one thing I took away was just how much sex mm. stuff there was in his lyrics. Yeah, now, that yeah. may be a hip hop thing that I don't know about because it's not my wheelhouse. Yeah, but you see, see yeah, we're both th- fumbling in the dark a little bit on some of this. I think. Well, I, like, that's how know. I am in the bedroom generally. Um, so excellent, tightly sex thing. Um, yeah, no, that's actually really interesting. I must say, I've never thought about it kind of like that that it's sort of metaphors and you know rap is something that is littered with mm. with metaphor and stuff and you know um with dark twisted fantasies it's called whatever you know yeah no that is interesting because there is lots of you know lots like of said, lots of sex talk in it like is that um but it can't just all too- just because if if it is all literal mm. if it is all you what's in them um, uh, watch the throne is it you bang the pool guy so I bang the maid or something like that yeah like yeah. if it's if that is his life and that's what's going on he can't they can't be he can't be very happy no no I mean a blowjob's great but yeah I, I see what you mean and it is an interesting take on it actually it is and I think 
it's interesting considering three days ago or a week ago you hadn't listened to him <laughs> you know I'm not, not throwing you under the bus here, but on the other pod and you said it, was, it, took me, it took me a couple of the tracks to work out who was who on Watch the Throne we're now here yeah no it's interesting it is um, and this is why I like him and you, I think you touched on it earlier like you might not necessarily like all that he does but he's a, he, it's draws you in doesn't it yeah you want to know more you want, to, you want to hear some more yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Right, so here we go. This is again me write my essay writing from earlier on. Yeah. I literally just sat on the sofa. I was like, "What do I want to say?" Yeah, Sam. Like, rather than just go, um, um, I'm this. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, really yeah. want to get covered, and I want you to tell me if, if I'm talking shit or not. So I'm said, like I said, like he's he's a really interesting character, and I was wondering if that character thing was deliberate, as in. Mm. Is it a deliberate thing like Marshall Mathers, Slim Shady, Eminem? Yeah. Or is he just screwed up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't know um, if you have any thoughts about that. I do actually. Yeah. I I think it's I think it's a, the the latter. I don't think I don't think there's much. Like I, yeah, like you know, Eminem says, doesn't he? He's Eminem, and then he becomes like Slim Shady or he becomes Marshall Mathers. Yeah. I mean, whatever, even but... Stuart Lee, you know, the comedian. Yeah. So he has, there's, there's Stuart Lee who people who, who does interviews <laughs> in that. And then when he'll refer to Stuart Lee, the comedian is a guy who goes on stage. But yes. when he's talking about it, he'll refer to, he'll say, yes, when he's doing the show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because And it's like, yeah, you need no. to be that character to be able to get on stage and be, I would, yeah, I would say there's definitely that definitely elements of that. Like you said, like I think from what I understand of him and, and his, I, I don't know how you could walk in so many different shoes. Mm. So perhaps there is an element of like, like I, I don't know, like he's 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 Kanye West. Well, you know, like I mean, like on a much less scale, like we do it. Like there's to me, there's there's like Sam, the guy who does his office job. There's Sam, the dad. There's Sam. Who plays in a punk band? There's, do you know what I mean? There's different yeah. things, and like rightly or wrongly, my personality does change. Oh yeah, I'm different at work. Where I am at home. Yeah, and like, but that's just kind of yeah, you know. Um, but I'd imagine that if that is the case, it's probably a pretty big swing. Yeah, which might be why you end up with these records that are like just like all over the place, which I like. You know, I must say, I I do like that. But yeah, and then he, he and sometimes he uh, and this might just be a, a fit in his name into songs. But like he does refer to himself as different things. So like sometimes he, he'll refer to himself as Yay, Yeezy, can't you know, and like different things like that. I, I don't know if that's just like a like a rap thing, but like it does feel a little bit more sometimes. Yeah. For him. Right. Ready for some more? Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. So I also wondered whether the whole personality around, around him. Without, not, again, I'm not getting into the controversies or the he said this, mm. they did that, all the celebrity side yeah. of it, but almost like him coming out with his art. I'm going to, I'm going to call it his art because that's how I do see him as, as an artist. Yeah, 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 discuss, absolutely. Right? yeah, yeah. So I've, I've said, I, I think it's all about how artists react to the celebrity that their art bestows. Some embrace it and appear to thrive off it and do anything to keep it going. So, yeah. so like you two, Michael Jackson, 
Well, yeah, just and almost to a point. This is Kanye West. <laughs> yeah, without, yeah, without the the art, should we say? She, like, mm-hmm. there's that level of celebrity, and whether it's Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton or any other name that will make me seem old and not down with the kids, <laughs> but they have to do something to stay in the papers to maintain that level of celebrity. Yes. Okay, yeah. but then in those cases. Usually, the art isn't as important as a celebrity or public opinion that it brings. Right, yeah. Okay. I said, some don't give a monkeys and just make what they want to make and they don't play the celebrity game. So, yeah. examples, Neil Young, Bob Dylan, maybe Rancid or some of the other punk yeah, stuff, yeah. but there still needs to have been some commercial success that gives them that plat- platform to be able to pursue creative. Yeah. Eight vets. Yeah. So because anyone can make music that no one's going to hear, can't they? And Alvin and the Angry Barrels. Yeah, exactly. No, no yes. I don't mean yeah. that at all. And yeah. then there's some who really fight the celebrity and everything that comes with it, but they ultimately lose. Mm. Okay. Like Kurt Cobain, like Amy Winehouse, and even Jim Morrison to some extent. Right? Yeah. It doesn't always have to be as final as that. Like, see, Jim no. Morrison always felt he was a poet who just happened to be in a mm. band. And then yeah. it was a celebrity that came with it that I don't know if it forced him into drinking drugs. I think he was a bit of a hound, but yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And then he didn't actually get to do the album of poetry until he had made mm-hmm. it as a in, in the doors. Yeah. And then by that time, the drink and drugs and celebrity had caught up with him and he died in a bathtub. Right? Yeah. I think Kanye might be in this final group mm. where it's a constant battle and he just wants to make his stuff, but... Yeah. So, yeah, I think Kanye might be in this group, and I think he might be quite poorly. I think he might be quite a poorly man. Yeah. Yeah, I I completely get that. And, like, um, I know people will equally say, no, he's just a knob. And I know, I think, and I'm not suggest like, this comes back to me that, that people can't see past that public persona, mm. that public perception. And like, but no, I agree. And I think like it shows and like, because they're not, they're not easy records to listen no, to. No, not there. at all. So I've said it is like from watch, from watch the throne onwards, mm. which is again, that's all I've listened to really, but. Which is, a, I think, sorry, I think that's a really odd entry point as well. If you know. All oh, right. Okay. It's been something quite cool about the, the podcast yeah. is that like, we've gone in with some bands that like, where you might not naturally. Yeah. So like, you know, like if I said to you, like if someone's, if someone said, oh, here's a Kanye West record, the chance are they going to give you one of those early ones? Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so you're yeah. not necessarily going to come in and, and hear that change. And you'd probably, you know, because I, I know it's not your bag, you'd probably thought I'm not going to bother with this because it's, because, you know, it's so far mm-hmm. away from that first record to like record seven or eight. Yeah. You, you probably just wouldn't have got there. Wouldn't have been on the journey like, no, no, right. and you know, so you've almost come in at that, at like, so what's, um, of the, what's the dark, beautiful, the dark twisted, beautiful fantasy? Was that before Watch the Throne? I think it was like around the same year, same wasn't time. so Watch the Throne was 11 and Dark Twist Fantasy was right. 2010. Well, I'll go from that one then. So I've, I've written down in my notes that from Watch the Throne, but it's probably from Dark Twisted mm-hmm. Fantasy. Yeah. It really feels like a roller coaster ride. 
but on like mm. the waves of mania and depression that bipolar yeah. brings. Um, and I really, I that quote on the front of Yay, where I hate bi- being bipolar, mm. it's awesome. That's yeah, to have mm. to live like that. Well, I don't know if I would, but Hazel might call them. I have my manic periods where, like, yeah, uh, and like some sometimes when I'm if, if I'm down, I will just sit on the sofa and do fuck all. But when I'm up, mm. I t- turn the back garden into a, an allotment. Yeah, or yeah, I start yeah. or I start a podcast in four weeks later. <laughs> there was literally what yeah, I, I yeah, want to do something. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but that's not bipolar. That's just no. me having periods of of yeah. being productive and not. So to actually have yeah. periods of mania in which he creates, mm. and then periods of depression in which he creates, or yeah. even if one fuels the other. Yeah. Yeah, like a roller coaster ride on the waves of mania and depression, but it's really exciting to get dragged along on it. Mm, yeah. But it's also a real worry as to how it's going to end up for him. Yeah. You kind of assume he's going to be all right because he's so famous almost. Do you know what I mean? Like It's like, almost like, and again, I'm listening to this like with hindsight rather mm. than while it's all going on, but... In like ninety three, ninety four, when Kurt was like really into the heroin and like mm. overdosed in Rome, and like the report, and then reports of him dying, and then and yeah. like in Utro, I, I do mention in Utro actually, but like that was happening all at the time, and you do get that feeling like oh, it's Kurt, he'll be all right, and then he was, and then he wasn't, then he wasn't, yeah, yeah. and I wonder if if just one day we're going to have a newsflash Kanye West mm. is no longer with us. Like, yeah. completely out the blue, unexpected. But we look back and you can go, ah, yeah, but like with Kurt Cobain, it's like, yeah, Kurt Cobain's been found dead with a gunshot wound. And you think, oh, that's the shock. But then you think, well, three weeks earlier, he checked himself out of rehab and went hiding. And yeah. six months before that, he had a massive heroin overdose in Rome. And mm. you wonder, hey, you know, is it real? Is it, yeah. You know, not that us as consumers of the product can do anything about it. No, but... no, no. Do you see where I was saying about how sometimes on his records you almost and and the analogy I'll I'll use, it's not mine, it was on a TV program, but like sometimes I feel that he's frustrated mm. because he can't get it out. And which is it because at times, like on, on Jesus. Yeah, I know like, what you mean. It's just him screaming. Just make it, just make like, noise. It's just like making noise. Yeah. And I almost feel this kind of comes back into your point about, you know, it's a bigger piece. It's almost like he's trying to he's trying to download all of the internet onto like a Nokia 3310. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? And it's all there, it's all coming, but it's it's slow and it's frustrating and it's hard. And it's like so he, he there's bits and pieces that don't make sense. But there is perhaps something coming that's going to sort of piece it all together. I wonder whether maybe it's like he, he's tried every single word in the dictionary. Yeah. And, and yeah. it just doesn't work for what's in his head. So maybe maybe a guttural growl or a roar or a screech, maybe that'll yeah. do it. Which yeah. I suppose is what you're saying, really. But yeah, no, it's right. Yeah. Like this, this he's tried everything and this is it. And I hope this is right because I'm sure I've read it somewhere. That 808 and Heartbreak album 
is really stripped back and it's well 808 is the the drum machine, machine yeah Roman 808. and then the heartache heartbreak sorry I read a little bit earlier like around the time of making it he split up with his fiance and his mum died yeah yeah that's so just, no it was, it was his grandma Oh, was it? I think it was just going because I was been. reading the blurb on it when I downloaded. I think. Oh, uh, okay. It might. Yeah, but yeah. regardless, um, we know how hard that is. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it's really auto tune, like really, like massively auto tune, and you hear it and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" But then when you, you spend a bit of time with it, and you you know you sort of read a bit about it and sort of like, it was an effort to alter his voice because he couldn't, he couldn't do it himself yeah. almost. So by changing his voice completely with auto-tune and making himself sound so much different, it was almost like I can purvey what, purvey what I'm feeling through somebody else, but I can't do well, it myself. Maybe that's like becoming the character that we were talking about earlier. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But, but maybe, maybe if that's the first step to becoming the character, but the voice is too close to home, then mm-hmm. you can't do it. So you alter the voice so it no longer sounds yeah. like you. So you can yeah. then become... Yeah. And there's a lot of auto-tune on those later yeah. albums. And like stuff like where he's like distorts his voice and he yeah. it's not just straight lyric, you know, straight vocals. There's, you know, he messes around with it and stuff. So as well, on that Jesus is King album, I did, mm-hmm. I did a bit of Googling about it and it, it's quite... Uh, gospel type record and he's, yeah. and he's been going around and doing like these Sunday services. Oh yeah, they reckon it's a while. Yeah, but the amount of stuff I've read in the, just this morning like going back two or three years about this album and how he's minor, mining black tradition for his own, mm. for his own monetary gain and this that, yeah. and that. Well, isn't he, you know, so basically he's using that black gospel church yeah. to produce a record to do it, but isn't he not part of that black church going tradition? Yeah, absolutely. So when yeah, Aretha Franklin yeah. sings, uh, says, you know, she learned to sing in the choir. Mm. That's fine. And yeah, and where, do you know what I mean? And when when James, yeah, yeah, James yeah, Brown yeah. leads the choir, that's fine. But Kanye, he's mining it. He's mining the traditions for monetary gain. And this is it. This is you know, I, I wouldn't obviously not. Um, uh, what's the word qualified to, to quote no, no. to comment on a lot of that sort of thing but like I absolutely think that it comes back to that celebrity yeah. and you know not not trying to not, not cast aspersions or anything but I think you might have mentioned something about on when we first recorded about Watch the Throne when I said to you there's a Kanye album you almost were a bit like um you might have been a bit dismissive of it because of what you knew of him without, which, you know, isn't, isn't unique to him. I think that's why I've got so much to say because just from the, like a weekend of listening, like, yeah, I'm completely surprised at how, I'm not even, I don't even know what the word is, but just how, well, compelling is a word. Mm. Yeah. Like I I want to say, I want to say deep, but Mm. I, because lyrically it is still quite, Hip hop, yeah. like well, you, you know, we, we've spoken about his lyrics and whether they're part of the. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't got any answers. I've only got my these are only yeah. my thoughts in like a second. Yeah, right. So we're getting to the end of my notes. So there seems to be this circus of 
celebrity bullshit and controversy that goes follows him around. Whether yeah. whether it's saying shit about George W. Bush that everyone else has said, but for some reason he can't say it after Katrina, mm-hmm. or whether it's Taylor Swift at the MTV Awards or whatever saying yeah, Beyonce yeah, yeah. wanting to win it, or whether it's marrying a Kardashian or divorcing a Kardashian or running mm-hmm. for president. It feels like there's he's under all this pressure to be Kanye the celebrity, mm. Kanye like the brash rapper who don't give a fuck yeah. about nothing, right? And then I wonder if, if really he just if he could just take himself off to a cabin in the woods in paint, or yes, yeah, go off with a. a, a with a laptop and Pro Tools or whatever it is they use nowadays and just create something, would would that make him happy? Yeah, I see what you mean. Like, but he has to deal with the celebrity. Well, no, I wonder... Well, yeah, he has to deal with all the celebrity and that, but I wonder if, like, all these controversies that come along are, are, like, him trying to tear it all down? Mm. This big, vast thing that he's built and spent years building, it's like... Well, if I if I get up on stage at these award dudes and embarrass the shit out of Taylor Swift, the biggest artist in the country at the minute, yeah. no one's going to buy my records anymore. The record label dropped me, and I can just go back home and live with what I got, and just people leave yeah. me back alone. Be with my wife, be with my kids, and but it doesn't work. It just makes him makes him bigger mm-hmm. engulfed. And yeah. again, the comparison I've made, I've said it's a bit like Cobain writing in Utero just to fuck with yeah. a record company who really wanted like Nevermind too. And then he'd expect them to like drop them so we could just get off the train, even if it was just for like a rest. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's just give just give me yeah. a break. Like that is yeah, that is an interesting point. Because how much how more can you piss off like a mainstream label or a ma- or mainstream art or sorry, yes. mainstream consumers by here's a gospel record. Yeah. You, like, oh yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. like But then if you think of how I, I, you know, I don't feel, I don't know his stuff well enough to be comparing him to Kurt Cobain, but I am comparing him mm. to Kurt Cobain. Well, it's like if you think of all that pressure that Kurt Cobain must have felt he was under, so much so that he made the decisions that he made. Yeah. Okay. And then add on to that, you know, basically, like he's fucked off with the celebrity that his art brought him, which is something I've <laughs> said already said on this about yeah. Kanye. Can't deal with it, doesn't want to deal with it. Probably very fucking tired. Probably needs a rest. Yeah. Probably just yeah. sick of being hounded all the time. Right? Because right? never mind just falls out your ass. Yeah, it? of course it does. Like, like, yeah. It's so not so work, just do it again, it? like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then if you add to that, because that was 30 years ago, so add to that the internet, mm. social media, 24 hour <laughs> celebrity TV channels, yeah, gossip yeah. magazines, reality telly shows. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how do we expect him to cope? How do we expect, to yeah. expect an artist who his, he, he's, he's come up by creating stuff yeah. and with that has brought this bullshit yeah. whirlwind around him? How do we expect him to behave once all of yeah. that is put on top of him? The fact that he is still alive, the fact that he hasn't yeah. gone the same way as Kurt and mm. others yeah, yeah, yeah. already, it's, you know... And like some people, you could argue that the celebrity and like are choices that he's made. Like you know, 
he chose to marry Kim Kardashian, yeah. knowing that he would then be part of the Kardashians, and like he would have, you know, I it's not, you know, I don't know anything about him really, but like, you know, like he would then be entering that world of like different celebrity, and like he 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 chooses to to run for president. He chooses yes, to, but um, but but hang on, sorry, sorry, I'm done a run. Two seconds. So he he chooses to run. He chooses to like have a clothing line that are going to increase his celebrity. He chooses all of these things, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't deserve respect and help because like if, if, if say I, if, if I rang you tomorrow and said, I'm not being funny, it turns out I've been taking heroin to get through lockdown you wouldn't wash your hands of me. You would probably say, fucking hell, let's, let's help you. Yeah. Like, it's my choice. Or like, if I chose to, I, but did you see what yeah. I mean? If, if I chose to like, like, I'm trying to think of an example. That was a horrible example, by the way. I'm well aware. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? Like, just because you choose to do something and you don't like the result doesn't mean that you don't deserve help. No. So, and like, it doesn't mean that like, we still treat smokers, don't we? Yeah. We, we, we still treat smokers. Yeah. We still treat alcoholics. Yeah. That's their choice. They've yes. decided to do that. I mean, yeah, there is a, you could argue there's a genetic element to like addiction and stuff, but you, you choose, to, people choose to do these things. I'm overweight. I choose to eat, but I would still like to think that I could still get help with it. Yeah. And just because he's chosen these celebrities, and it is a little bit like, what have you got to worry about? You know, you don't, you don't, you don't work. You don't worry about money. You don't want, you know, you're a massive celebrity. Oh, you know, just, just get rid of it. If you don't like it, just get rid of it. But then it's, it's also kind of his life. I want, I wonder how, like you're talking about like choosing, and I wonder how much of it is that because he is poorly, because he does have a mental health condition. Mm. Right. And again, I'm not a medical, I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything mm. really about it. I know he has diagnosed bipolar disorder. Yeah. 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 But it, what point in his mental health journey to get real wankery about it did he yeah. choose, did he make those decisions exactly because yeah. if in a moment of mania he decided that he was going to start a fashion label because that seemed like mm-hmm. a good idea because dre's got his headphones yeah and yeah, jay-z's yeah. got his shoes or, or his champagne or whatever yeah 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 Everyone else is doing it, so so that's what I should be doing. Mm. If he if he's looking round and his mate Jay Z is ma- is married to the superstar, yeah, and that's what a rapper is supposed to do. Why shouldn't he? Yeah. In a moment of mania or depression, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, does does that? In, how much does his illness affect that decision making? And how yeah. much of it is so? Like like you could go back to Gold Digger. Okay. Yeah. Which is like, like you say, entry level track, if you like. But yeah. How yeah, much yeah. of that is hip hop, how it should be done, rather than hip hop that Kanye wants to make? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like, when they talk about Kanye's mental illness, it's just a, bit, a little bit like, oh, of course he has. That's what yeah. I mean. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. Like, it's yeah. almost like an excuse. Like people say, it, mm. it's something else to beat him around the head with, whereas opposed to. How about look how fucking well he's done considering? Because mm. like he may yeah, have only been yeah. diagnosed four years ago or five years ago or however long, but he's been 
it would have been diagnosed that long ago. It doesn't just creep up on you. Or it, sorry, it doesn't just come like that. It no, it creeps up on no. you, and you don't wake up with it necessarily, do you? Yeah, you know. And like we say, that whirlwind of celebrity does weird shit to people. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And it, absolutely. But you don't have to marry a Kardashian to be affected by the whirlwind of celebrity. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and the world in yeah. general, because you know it's it's not it's not great, is it? <laughs> you know, like. Um, I mean, like, at what, at what point of his, like, because bipolar is essentially you have episodes of mania and episodes of depression. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've used a roller coaster analogy about his music, you know. Yeah. So who's to say that when he jumped on stage and embarrassed Taylor Swift, he wasn't in the pits of depression and he was mm-hmm. trying to tear it all down? Yeah. But everyone yeah. everyone yeah. looked at him and went, look at him being a knob. Actually, yeah. he might have a point about Beyonce's record. Well done, Kanye, mm. egging him on. Hang on, I just did a really shit thing, and I've been rewarded for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a really interesting take. It is. I just wanted to. I just just a couple of bits. I wanted just to draw on. Like, I uh, I think that, um, and and I'm not again. I'm not saying this about all rap because I don't know it well enough. But like, I think you know Kanye gets like we said, gets a bit dismissed and like Nicky perhaps doesn't really have a point, but like there's a, there, in that, and, and I keep saying I'm referring to a new record, but they're not that new. He, in that, on that black skinhead track mm. of Jesus, there's, there's a lot like that. The, it's a, it's a good, you know, it's a brilliant verse. It's like, um, and th- I don't think this is, this is interesting. Middle America packed in, come to see me in my black skin. And it's like, he is still a little bit, of a freak show and that might sound bad but there is there's a curiosity about him that he is obviously comparing to like and i know it's fiction but when you've got the the black couple in greatest showman that are part of the show and it's all very like well there's a black person there and he obviously still holds that i think but like he still sees himself as an outsider because of the color of his skin well, I, I'm not quite sure what the ref will get to it. So it's number one question they ask in. Fuck every question you're asking. If I don't get run out by Catholics, here comes some conservative Baptists, right? There's obviously a... They're claiming I'm overreacting. Like them black kids in Chirac, bitch. So he's obviously... There's a comparison there, isn't mm-hmm. there? To like, you're so outraged by what I'm doing. And this is so terrible. So you assume that black kids getting killed in Chicago is equally people overreact. And there's a number of references in his work to like Chirac, you know, as they call it and like gun crime in Chicago and like where he came from and stuff like that. And I think he clearly clearly gives completely lost. Exactly. But he is still, um, he's still that kid from Chicago. Yeah. And in, in, on what's the throne, he's like, I I remain shy town, isn't it? And it's like, there, there is always that bit in, in sort of, you know, in some rap music about, like, you know, I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm still who I am. Still Jenny from the block. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I think that gets massively overlooked in his work. Mm-hmm. And I understand why. I do get it. And I do understand that there's no convincing some people. And that's fine. Because, like, it's their loss, in my opinion. There's a lot of it goes back to, like, the Tupac and Biggie days where it was gangster mm. and it was, like, the these are our streets and the, yeah. this guy or these guys came from our streets and they belong to us. 
Yeah. And then obviously the the artist and the, like that's where I came from. Those are my people. Yeah. Almost down to like a district level, not even just a yeah. city. Yeah. Like, and or a coast. Like well, well it wasn't that that them days, wasn't it? Mm. At some point, the punters mm. once a, an artist gets so big that you can't see where that as punters we can't see where they came from anymore. We can't see. Yeah. We see yeah. him in, like we see Kanye in his mansion with the kardashian mm. yeah there's no way we we can't envision little kanye sitting on a stoop playing dice no which no, is what he, no. like i know it's a stereotype and i apologize but chances are it happened yeah you know it's like he's come he's come a long way and hasn't forgotten it but maybe we've forgotten yeah. it or say <laughs> we maybe the public at large have forgotten it yeah and yeah. for someone like me who's coming at him mm, when he's already massive and yeah. I have just completely disregarded most of his career. But like that happens, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It's not exclusive to, to, you know, like there's loads of artists that you think, I'm just not going to listen to that. I don't want to. And, and I think. I still not, like I said, I said, like just to bring it back full circle, like I'm still not entirely sure how much I like it. Mm. it yeah, I just yeah, find yeah. It really, I just, I've just found this weekend like listening to one album and then another album and just hearing how it all stitches together. Like, a, again, cliche, like a massive giant tapestry. Yeah. I've, I've, I find it really intriguing and really compelling. Mm. And I kind of want to know more. We said it in the other pod. It's like wanting to find, I, I want to know more about him as the artist. I'm not yeah. even overly fussed about individual songs. I want to listen to a record as a piece and see how that yeah. fits with the next one, I want yeah. I want to hear um, Jesus is King alongside Yay, yeah, and just pick out the themes that are similar and just try and work the man out a bit. I think because of all the antics and all the celebrity whirlwind that we're talking about, I think he'll like me for a long time. He'll be disregarded, yeah, probably for at least the next forty years. Or mm. that morning where we wake up and he's no longer with us. Yeah. And only then will he be recognised as a really important and a really powerful artist. Yeah. I could not agree more. That is the biggest and... hot take I've come away... Well, not hot take. That's the biggest take I've come away from it, is that yeah. he's producing... And I, I haven't listened to the earlier records, and I'm, so I'm not going to say they're not in with it, but... The, no. based on the records from 2010 to now so in an 11 year span of work it feels like he's creating a portfolio this is how i am inside like this, this yeah. is how my head works and when i made that i was riding a wave of mania and when when that happened i was in the fucking doldrums yeah but so if if you listen to it all then you take it all as a piece over hopefully the next 20 years as well yeah you'll get he he will be able to get himself out there yeah in terms of yeah. sound waves yeah art student wanker to finish it hey, 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 hey. 